Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chedfleek. K-Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leland. Waffle, playing Tarjax Heiko. We do not have any fan mail, uh, so who would like to recount what happened last time on the Alchemist Club? We are finally beginning the long-awaited and long-fated assault on the Valor of Jux as it hangs in the sky over a clearing in the northern side of the country. Uh, with the gnome's assistance, we were able to fly on board and deceive slash fight our way up to the navigation center where we uh, entered and now find ourselves face-to-face -face with the master of machinations himself, Alabaster Ravenwood. Prepare for the 45-minute Harajuk soliloquy <laughs> monologue episode. Oh, I'm buckled in. I'm, I'm here for it. I don't have a specific speech prepared, but I do have some some avenues of conversation, let's call it. Uh-huh. I've got some insults. We'll see. Yeah, so um, as I understand it, we've sort of just uh, stepped through the submarine bulkhead doorway into this navigation pod. Mm -hmm. Um and there's Ravenwood sitting at the sort of captain's chair, surrounded by navigators, manning consoles, and there's uh, divinators projecting screens onto the walls so they can see outside. Um, I don't know if it ever came up. How big is this pod area? Well, and before before we get into it, though, I do think one other important thing from last episode is that Teliferous is like on its last. Oh yeah, like, that is yeah. very. Nice. Have to stop it got like a direct yeah. hit, so we really need to do whatever to make sure that this ship, that how yeah, that the Valor of Jux doesn't fire another shot. Yes, so, I agree. Uh huh. So yeah, how, how big is the pod? The pod is approximately forty feet to a side. Um, okay. And it's a cube that is arranged into kind of four levels. Um, you have entered on the third level. Alabaster Ravenwood is sitting on the fourth level up at the very top of the command pod. But he is able to see down. Yeah, it's not like solid walls or anything. There's a lot of... Um, like an auditorium? Yeah, or like almost chain link um, oh, like barriers great. and great uh, okay. covering floors. <clears throat> I have to keep weight down, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. Um, okay. So yeah, here, here you are. He is looking down at you imperiously. Um, he's wearing the uniform of Juxian High Command, um, and a, a silly little tricorn hat. <laughs> and he All right. 
yeah, he kind of says, well, I've been wondering when our uh, misguided little sparrow would return to the nest. I, uh, I take a half step forward out in front of the rest of the assembled group, and I take off my officer's hat that I've been disguising myself with, you know, gray hair billowing briefly in an unseen wind, and I look, at, I look up at him with those impossibly blue eyes, and I say, Ravenwood, it's not too late to turn back. You can still turn away from this path of madness that you have created. I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about, and I point back towards the, the rear of the ship. The, the grievous sin you have committed to power this great machine of war, the shackles you have placed upon that being. You're talking about the elemental? I am. I'm not sure I understand the problem. You are enslaving a creature to your will as an engine. How can you not see the problem? Are you enslaving the wind when you strap into your glider and use it to fly? <clears throat> of course not. That's... what? Are we enslaving the storms that bring water to fill our wells and rain buckets? They blow as they will. I don't understand the comparison. The elemental at the heart of the ship blows where it will as well. It just needed a little coercion to uh, understand what it is it wanted. I have heard it screams, Ravenwood. I do not think it blows so freely as you would have me believe. Well, that's, um, that's an issue that you'll need to deal with, son. That's why I'm here. To deal with it. I'm sure you are. And he kind of looks away. He, he waves a hand at the various guards stationed around the room and says, uh, kindly remove them from the command pod and put them in the brig. We have uh, a fight to finish. Is this the legacy you want for Jux? For all these people? One of oppression and slavery? And here I thought you were a patriot. I am a patriot of the highest order, Ravenwood, and I ask you this question. When we have defeated Aldrox, would you have us take their place? Would you have us become indistinguishable from the enemy and our heinous acts required to destroy them? I'm not sure what you mean. We've done nothing on the order that Aldrax has committed upon this continent. Give it time, Ravenwood. Give it time. It's one elemental now. It's another when you need to float the second Valor of Jux, then a third... Then when you've run out of those, no doubt you'll find some other convenient power source and shackle that as well. Where does it end? How many will you need in order to sate this lust for power? When Jux is secure. <laughs> Jux will not be secure if you destroy it from the inside out, if you kill its heart. Oh, the heart is alive and well, sitting in the palace. 
ruling over the people, I'm here to make sure that he's able to do so safely. If you are successful, there is nothing left of Jux to rule. Just another tin-pot dictatorship. I have seen them all across the continent, and I will not let my beloved country fall to such depravity. Well, that's something you can uh, take up with your jailers after you've been tried for treason, and uh, and we'll see how things go from there. <coughs> and I assume guards are... Yeah, guards have, have surrounded the party and are pointing weapons at you. On the edge of Jux, where the storm blows and the vastness of the void is all you see each morning, there is a saying that we live by, one so deeply ingrained in the soul of each Juxian who stands upon the cliffs that it cannot be taken from us. Woe unto any who would cage the wind. And uh, I would like to uh, prepare for battle. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, if I have time to get a spell off, then sure, I, I think will. That's, I think I... that's feasible. Okay. Um, as much as I would, no, no, there's no, there's no tactics here. I, I have my target. I, I should probably destroy like the lightning gun control station or something. But Ravenwood is there. Ravenwood is a bastard. Ravenwood has to die. I am going to cast Lightning Bolt. Okay. Uh, I will need a dexterity save. Uh, one of the mages at the command station counterspells your Lightning Bolt. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> There's I... a crackle of lightning that bursts from your fingertips, and it redirects mid-air to be absorbed into a little crystal that he holds up. Ugh. Dick. I oh, guess wait, they would crystals. be pretty good at absorbing lightning, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't really I didn't really think this one through. That's fine. Um and do I get a full turn here or just that? You can have a full turn. Okay. I fly sixty feet directly at Ravenwood and quicken spell shocking grasp. Uh okay. Let me think about the logistics here because <laughs> while while you're doing this, um the command staff on the fourth level are also acting. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say that you you get 40 feet, and as you okay. are hurtling yourself at Ravenwood, um, you hear people shouting, the high commander is in danger! Uh, execute emergency evacuation! And somebody slams a button, and... Alabaster Ravenwood's entire chair is launched up through a hatch in the ceiling. Oh, that's cool. What? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and well, that's no fun. Terrajux, as you get closer, you look up and you can see a blue sky above, and Ravenwood's chair unfolds into the most... Uh, <laughs> kind of fancy and ornate glider you have ever seen. Oh. Um, is this like hole that he is ejected out of large enough for me to follow or it is, 
if you are fast enough, because it is closing. So uh, I will need a, a dexterity check from you. Okay. Um, could I, instead of doing Shocking Grasp with my Quicken spell, use Gust to give myself a tiny little extra boost? Sure. Uh, you can okay. make this with advantage. Lovely, thank you. Uh, oh my god, I got a nat 20! <laughs> Alright! We're in business! Uh, that is going to be a 22. You course correct. Uh... The other one was a 6. <laughs> uh, you course correct very quickly. Um, and launch yourself up out after Ravenwood as the hatch slams shut behind you. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, Look around at Balrock and Chen and be like, oh, well. well I'm, I'm not with you. No, he's he's dragging. Mm -hmm. It's just you. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it's just two of us, my friend. Poke his head in through the door and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> uh, I, I said, "Just call me when you need me." So, and oh, oh boy, do we? We'd like to report there's a dragon downstairs, and you probably you all should probably do something about that. Uh, oh, Layling, I think they've got their hands full. <laughs> <laughs> there are eight guards pointing various weapons at you, Leolin, and Falrock, and the rest of the command staff is still, you know, working away at their various stations, and you can feel the thrum of the lightning gun charging up again. I know where the weapon station is. Make an intelligence check. Would've been nice if Tarjax could have let us know this before, but you isn't know, that a shame? Priorities. <laughs> oh my goodness, how terrible! Ah, uh, I wanted to, but there's no dice roll in the world that would make me do that wisdom save. Honestly. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> oh, I crit as well. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh boy. There's that one moment where Leyland has like a recollection of the time that Tarjex was just droning on and on about the navigation systems of Teliferous and goes, hang on, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, that wasn't all bullshit. Yeah. You are able to identify the weapon station as uh, a row of desks, so to speak, um, on the, the bottom level at the back. I shadow. Yes, you can shadow step. All right, I am shadow stepping down to. Is there one guy on it, or like a lot? There are five Juxian um, special special agents um, wearing uniforms that are unfamiliar to you, and helmets that are kind of almost longer than they are tall. And have a little visor at the front, and they're definitely not the Death Star gunners from Star Wars. <laughs> oh no, the Juxian Impalement Corps! <laughs> <laughs> I should have warned him! Uh, yeah. no, no intelligence check for that. Um, what does the station look like? It is... All, all five of these kind of desks are covered in a variety of Buttons and knobs and levers and dials and gauges. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here. 
be a shame if they were just kind of blown up then. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Mm, looks All delicate. right. Well, then I shadow step to a vantage point that just gives me a perfect shot at them. And okay. I shoot two exploding arrows just, like, kind of at the, like, two, you know, points that would give me the most range that would blow up the row. Okay, sure. Do it. Make your and attack I mean, rolls. It, it takes out the, the gunners themselves as well, then great. Of course. All right. So, to hit. Uh, that's a 14 on the first one to hit. And a 29 on the second one to hit. Uh, those will both get there. It's, I mean, you're in an enclosed space, etc. So on and so forth. Uh, Shooting so, a pan. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your damage. All right. All right. The 15 on the first uh, bolt. Uh, and I'll go ahead and just do the damage itself. Mm -hmm. Remember what the exploding arrows damage is? Oh, everyone needs to make a 15 DC deck save as well. Shocking. Anyone that's in the uh, yep. vicinity. Okay. All right. The 13 fire damage on the first one. The second one on the bolt itself will be six and then another 10 fire damage okay uh you step out of the shadows directly behind these people look at the control panels then step to the tier above them uh and obliterate everything on the first level <laughs> um ha well not everything half of the first level the back half. Leyland pulls out an arrow of airship slaying. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you... Like, all five of the gunners are dead. Um, and their control panels are kind of perforated and partially melted into slag. Um, can everybody inside the airship make a perception check for me please oh yeah Ooh. 16 oh 13 17 oh actually that's a 14 because my proficiency went up uh okay uh you all feel something change about the uh lightning gun charging kind of sensation that you've become accustomed to Oh no! <laughs> Did the control? Oh wait! Oh wait! <laughs> uh oh! Uh, yeah, keep going, Joe. Um, Terajux and well, I don't know if Terajux would notice. Desmond, um, from the smoking ruin of the Teliferous, it's not that bad. Um. <laughs> You see There's bees flying around with tiny fire extinguishers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
as you as you are looking on, the valor of Jux is charging up its its main cannon, and then there's um, kind of a, a flicker and a flash, and then it appears to backfire, and now the entire outer oh. surface of the valor of Jux is electrified, and uh, sparks are and bolts of lightning are lancing off and just hitting random ornithopters and gliders. Indiscriminately. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Do I have radio contact with the away team or? I believe so. I somebody has the sending. Yeah, Falrock has the sending sending stone. Okay. Well, Falrock, you're gonna hear your sending stone light up going. What the hell did you do in there? (laughs) (laughs) The the ship has a lightning uh, field around it, and it's shooting everything that gets close to. Oh. Yeah. Uh, hey, Layla, maybe that wasn't the best idea, but <laughs> good job. You've triggered his defenses. I don't... That's not defenses. That's the gun not shooting you. Well, I tried to save him. To, like, short it out with the, the fire hydrant, so... Okay. We'll figure <laughs> oh, something out. Boy. A bit busy. <laughs> no, hey. call you back. Tell everyone to... You know, retreat, back off. Just remember, I don't have to have any of your bodies to resurrect you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a very encouraging thought. (laughs) All the gnomes to to retreat, though. (sighs) Okay, so Desmond, what are you you going to do here, if anything? I'm in a holding pattern and just kind of um, monitoring the comms, honestly. Okay. Like, I'll I'll do a heroic uh, swoop it if I have to, but I don't think that's necessary at this point. Probably not. Uh, Chad, anything exciting out in uh, Dragonland? I, I mean, do I notice any changes? You n- notice that there's a change in what, like, the sensation of the charging. Um, and if you had feathers, they would be standing up, but you don't. You have scales. So I feel just fine. Yeah. Basically. Um, Very... I, I don't know what the change means. More more guards keep appearing out there. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just keep breathing. They're not really frost, then. Yeah, equipped to handle a dragon inside their airship. That's <laughs> That wasn't in the training manual. <laughs> No, it will updates to the Jessian doctrine. It will be after this, but there wasn't at the time of publication. No, I mean I don't. I don't have any. I don't have any reason to discontinue my my chaos. Uh, Falrock, you are surrounded by eight guards who are pointing weapons at you and telling you to stand down so that you can be put in the brig. Oh, those poor bastards. Yeah, how close are they to me? Uh, within striking distance. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just going to uh, let loose a searing sunburst at my feet. Okay. Uh, which they all need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, and this is... Yeah, I'm going to bump it up twice, so it will be Ooh. 46. Ooh, ooh, ooh spicy. I love that you just have fireball basically. 
Like, I mean, it's, it's only 20 foot radius. Like, it's not. Fireball. Yeah. I. That's superior. Yeah, that's 16 damage. I. Uh, and. One second here. I'm going to double check the reading of it. Uh, yeah, if they make the... It's weird. It doesn't say if they make the save, they take half. Um, so I'm guessing if they make the save, then they just... Uh, they're just fine. Um, well, they didn't, but, they didn't make the save. Okay, so it's, it's 16 damage. Okay. Uh, they all reel back, um, waving their hands in front of their eyes and going, Ow! That... Wow! Ow! And then... <laughs> They will attempt to, to stab you with their weapons because you severely injured them. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I don't know that it's going to make much of a difference. Uh, what's your armor class? 18. Probably not. <laughs> uh, one of them gets a lucky hit in with a sword. Oh, not bad. Yeah, yeah, they they're doing their best, uh, and you take ten points of damage. Okay. Um, I, I literally look at the guy that stabs me and say, "Oh, not bad." Are you done yet? Uh, and we are going to cut to Terra Jux. Um, yeah, the valor of Jux behind you is now electrified and throwing lightning bolts almost as indiscriminately as you do. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Alabaster Ravenwood and his fancy glider are joined up by a formation of a dozen other gliders. Okay. That are marked with insignias that you recognize as the Elite Crack Special Snowflake Glider Squad. <laughs> like, yes. if Sharp listened to this podcast, these would be his favorite characters. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can see him over there. They've got their like cool mirrored helmets on. One of them's like red three to red two, falling into formation. Exactly. <laughs> um, and these are inexplicably this side of it. these are inexplicably all the red numbers that don't appear in uh, <laughs> the original movie. Yeah, this is where they were the whole time. Yeah, yeah, they're all here. Um, that's a apologies, audience. That's a, a little <laughs> bit of an inside baseball joke. Yeah, it turns out Red Squadron does not have all the numbers it needs. Like, they, when they do the countdown in A New Hope, it's not all of, like, 1 through 12 or however many. They, they skip a few. The, the the ones they skip are here now. Clearly. <laughs> um, so, okay. they are they're not really engaging with you. They are getting Alabaster Ravenwood out as fast as they can. Okay. I'm so a couple questions. First of all, Ravenwood's glider, is that a single-seater kind of like all the other ones, or is it more like the Ornithopters where it's got, like, door gunners? No, it's it's a single-seater. Okay, it does... It's like an escape pod. Yeah, it does have weapons attached to it. Um, okay. But they are not rear-mounted. Yeah, they look like they probably fire forward. Um, second question is... Uh, on my way into the Valor of Jux, I was doing some stuff where I was sort of like jogging the wind back and forth to cause stalls in gliders. Is this something that I could attempt again 
in this situation to try to scatter them or kind of break up the formation? Uh, you are welcome to attempt just about anything you want. I would like to attempt that. Okay. I would like to attempt my complete control over the direction of the wind within, uh, I think it's like a hundred foot radius around me. So as, as I'm flying up on them, I want the wind to just suddenly become absolutely buck wild. Uh, do you want like an arcana check here or? Yeah, go uh, ahead. Give, give me an arcana. Okay, that's only going to be a 16 unless this is my, like, spellcasting attack bonus. In which case, that would be a 22. Okay. Uh, so you reach a handout and exert control over over the wind. Um, and the gliders start to stall out and just kind of drop and scatter. <laughs> Uh, but these these folks are so exquisitely trained that they managed to turn the stall into a dive to pick up momentum again. And Ooh. once the wind is like once they're outside of your zone of control, they pick back up. And in addition to doing this, uh, two of them have managed to like link up with Ravenwood's glider um, in a risky maneuver that you've only seen done by the most expert of, <laughs> of gliders um and they have they've essentially taken over maneuvering for him which ah. requires a level of coordination uh that is missing from most of the glider core yes i my despite the overwhelming wrath in my heart right now there is a bit of patriotic pride at seeing uh, people who despite not being able to con like master the wind or control it or beckon it are still able to dance upon it in this way and it's just ah uh, uh, these people are truly the heart and soul of jux and not this awful machine behind us um so that was my bonus action to exert control over the wind um i think next thing i'm gonna try to do is uh a couple i'll just do frostbite for now um i'm mostly just like feeling out their defenses i want to cast frostbite on one of the linked up gliders um aiming hopefully for like a control surface or something else that i could ice up and cause uh cause difficulties for them um so that is going to be a uh constitution saving throw okay Uh, gliders, it's well known, have very high constitutions. <laughs> it fails. Uh, that is going to be 11 cold damage to the glider. Okay. Um, it starts to stall out a little bit and okay. uh, again drops. The pilot, not as able to deal with the sudden, you know, onset of frost in the middle of. Whatever time of year it is. I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> um, sure. So it, it does start to drop. And it doesn't look like it's going to be recovering very soon. Okay. And it like detaches from Ravenwood's glider here? He does. does it... Yeah, the pilot does uh, split from Ravenwood's glider. 
so as okay, to not drag it down also. Yes. And then last thing I want to do is um, I can use the wind to project my voice, so I want to try to make it as loud and booming and from all directions as possible to be able to be heard over the shrieking wind of this high pursuit and just say, Ravenwood, you have no idea the kind of creature you have contained there. Imagine a being more ancient, more venerable than the great Juxrates himself. Just you have taken <laughs> you have taken an ancient mind, a rival to any philosopher, and you have yoked it like a common ox. And that's my turn. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Leolin. Uh, you've blown up the weapons controls and caused untold chaos and misery outside of this airship. <laughs> Done with the best of intentions. <laughs> I I would have done the same. Like full disclosure, I would have cast shatter on it. I would have been in the same boat. I mean, yeah. Um. So there's more guards. There's the mages. Where did what did they do once all this started? Uh, they are still working the divination screens so that they can pilot the ship. Um, and they're also panicking about the fact that the Valor appears to be just obliterating glider soldiers, uh, the Juxian Air Force. <clears throat> so, uh, they're, they're currently attempting to, one, maintain visuals of the exterior, and two... Uh, figure out how to stop the Valor of Jux from being a death trap. Tall order. Yeah, it's yep. it's not easy. Also, there's an angry dwarf that's just kind of like <laughs> blowing things up. <laughs> a flashbang oh, went sure, off the in the background. Blowing things up. <laughs> it's, well, blowing people up. I guess yeah. they're both blowing people up. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've blown yeah. up an equal number of people here. Let's. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what the move is here at this point because we kill the mages, then it's just going to crash the ship. Right. So, so tell them to land it. Yeah, but. You know, it can't the, be um, can, can it be landed right now? As a as a gentle reminder to the group, the plan as we would remember it, um, is that we are trying to force an evacuation of the ship and then pilot it off the edge of the continent. Okay. So well, we, making we them can't... call like a abandoned ship would be I was yeah. gonna do it in Ravenwood's voice, but I'm busy, so Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Ship can be abandoned right now and it's literally just Oh actively that's actively like, you know. I hadn't thought of that. Thank you. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta make him shut down the lightning gun somehow. I don't know if that you yeah. can like disconnect it. Or... <laughs> well, Oof. there was an off switch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Press tense. I, I just look back over my shoulder and go, ooh, that looks complicated. Mm-hmm. <sighs> go to the mages my my crossbow pointed at them and be like how do we how do we get the lightning gun shut off i there there's a fail safe in the engine room all right 
Elsie had to go to the engine room. Okay. Where's the engine room? I love this party so much. <laughs> uh, we are everything. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, they, he explains that it's the pod that you have to go all the way to the very back of the ship to get into. Uh, Give us access to it. You, there is no... We can't give you access to it. It's You have to go through the other entrance and go there. It was sealed off for a reason. Well, it clearly needs to be unsealed now. I... You don't understand. It's physically inaccessible from here. How, hmm. how did then? How did you get to it? You have to exit the Valor of Jux and go to the other entrance. Can you not tell them there needs to be the failsafe pushed? Uh, Do you not have the engine room? They hold up a sending stone and like push the button, and sounds of violence come out the other side. <laughs> I mean, if we've got gnomes over there, yes, could do it. Yes. So I, we're gonna play telephone. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I sending stone Desmond. Hey Desmond, tell the gnomes that uh, the engine room has a failsafe for the lightning that'll turn it off. Okay. I turn my second sending stone on to <laughs> violence. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. <laughs> um. You hear Farrock says the engine room has a snail safe, <laughs> <laughs> and it does. There's a safe full of snails in the engine and, room. And no goes, why is he telling us about the location of a snail crate? <laughs> why? Why is there an escargot like option back here? Why do they have such good food service? <laughs> we don't need French food. We need fire support. There. <laughs> um, you hear the sounds of people yelling and strange strange noises that you can't immediately place and assume are gnomish war machines. <laughs> um, and you hear a, a calm and professional voice uh, say, This is Fireteam Bravo. How may I assist you? Captain Desmond speaking. Uh, away team requesting dead man switch pulled in the engine room. For what system? All of them. Lightning gun. Lightning gun. <laughs> Lightning gun. <laughs> no, I shooty... turn all of them off. Big shooty pew pew button. All right. Uh, message received. We will endeavor to find the correct switch. And the sounds of violence resume before you're disconnected. Uh, all right, short cop. <laughs> Thanks, what cop? Fire team Charlie, we need fire support. And then there's just the sound of like rubber ducks being <laughs> crushed under a hydraulic press. Like, <laughs> where's that oh, video God. of a hundred rubber chickens being pushed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Farak, uh, you get another go around with the the guards here. Are we really still doing this? What else are we supposed to do? I mean, not die. 
I mean, there's a world where we all walk out of this, except for those guys over there. But that that was look. I'm not the one pulling the trigger. On that <laughs> look, <conflict>. I'm sorry. <laughs> make a make a persuasion check for me. Okay. Natural twenty. You have got yes! to be kidding. Yes. Twenty three. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> oh my god. This is statistically uh, unlikely. Where's my nat 20? You haven't made any rolls! <laughs> I rolled for perception! You, you the this one is the session! You got it! I, I rolled perception! Uh, the guards drop their weapons. Um, Thanks, guys. Hey, makes a good point. I guess I don't want to die, huh? They're looking at the charred, smoking corpses of the gunners. I tell the mages, and once once the lightning gun is shut off, you're going to land the ship, uh, give the order for everyone to evacuate, and give command to us. It's at this point that the power goes out. <laughs> Wonderful. It really makes you think about war. Uh-oh, who turned out the lights? <laughs> Well, it's uh, okay. You have your emergency dwarf safe dwarf shaped glow stick. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the emergency lighting goes on and it's just falling. So, <laughs> I I hate to be that guy, raise his hand. Is the Valor of Jux a lighter than air vessel, or is it held up mm. by like active propulsion? Because I assumed it was the latter. Magic! Yeah. <laughs> yep. So my follow-up question, it, does it just start plummeting out of the sky? Yes! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I didn't tell you to land it now. We didn't do that! That's fine. Brace yourselves. Uh, what, what's the emergency exit look like? We didn't, we didn't ask how to turn off the failsafe in the engine room. They turned off nope. the engine. <laughs> yep. It's fine. Is it shooting lightning indiscriminately anymore, at least? Uh, Desmond, two things. Two things <laughs> happen. Uh, one, you see the Valor of Jux uh, lose its electrified hull. It discharges a couple more lightning bolts, and then it stops uh, and begins to sink. And second, um, you hear gnomes come in over your second sending stone saying uh elemental extraction successful ship is now without power um uh, relay evacuation order immediately cool oh this is a different order of operations than i was expecting <laughs> yeah. yeah this is not exactly what we thought the plan was it's fine while well, retreat right. sounding everybody everybody uh bug out there you go. We're not dying. Let's leave, shall we? Where's the emergency exit? Um, I will gladly lead the way. Just tell me where to go. All right. I tell the mages if you want your if you want any men on this ship to survive, we need everyone to the emergency exits now. Okay. Um, so they all shut off their scrying screens, um, and one of them. Uh, picks up a sending stone that broadcasts to sending stones that are installed in like hallways all across the Valor um, and relays uh, a, a general evacuation um, and then 
everybody in the command pod exits and begins to walk out, presumably directly into Ched's open and waiting mouth. <laughs> we're good, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for the looking for the nearest uh, dragon-sized exit. You know, they didn't really plan on dragons inside their airship. <laughs> That's the second well, time yeah, I've had to say that. Lifeboats. Women, children, and dragons first. <laughs> <laughs> There's big hangars, though, right? Yes, but the hallways leading... In the doorways to get there. <laughs> yeah, the hallways... It's an open floor plan. Right, what but you, you had to go through several hallways to get to the center yeah. space. We did. But aren't those... They were person-sized. Of... Yeah, but... N None of them were dragon-sized. The I, I get that. Uh, I'm saying that I thought that the hangar area was open... The hangar, right, it but... wasn't just it wasn't just an empty box it wasn't just a box rather it like the um it was open to the air yes yeah that's correct okay so i can just fly out of this area we're that's not the area in the hangar in. we're in the command right so the hangar the hangar is open to the air you went through several hallways to get to the command zone which was many yeah. boxes, boxes suspended hey, on rails i thought those were all that was okay no that's not oh, that's not exposed that was to also air. open air two okay. separate spaces yeah then i'll transform back and evacuate okay <laughs> picks a full-size human bone out of his beak yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gizzard's gonna be working overtime <laughs> i hate that yeah, um, no, that sucks. <laughs> hey, does that have a gizzard? Oh, moving on. <laughs> We're gonna go back to Terrajux now. Yeah. Um, um, kind of the same as the first. I'm gonna knock the wind back and forth. I'm gonna cast gust of wind. I, I'm trying to scatter or disable or otherwise get rid of the other elite gliders so I can get Ravenwood alone. Because I'm. I'm not 100% done trying to talk to this man. <laughs> as much as every instinct is telling me to kill him, I know that Jux is better off with them with him than without him. And so anyways, um I'm going to do a couple like swoops by. I'm going to, you know, blast these gliders with I think instead of gust of wind, I'm going to use uh probably like shatter and just try to not catch the pilots in it if I can help it and just mangle the wings or the tail or whatever sections of the glider I know would be critical to flight, but not something where the pilot couldn't bail out to safety. Okay. Minimizing casualties if I can, but if I can't, like if there's one that is particularly persistent, I will kill him or her. Okay. Uh, okay. So shatter. Yes, you you can target like the way that they're positioned. You can shatter like one one thing. Okay. You can hit one glider non-lethally because you know what I I think maybe in the interest of I see the ship is plummeting behind us. Um, Ravenwood's moving further and further away with each second. How far are we from the edge? Like, like the physical off the edge into the storm. Like, on, is this on the order of miles or like a day's flight? 
Um, I, it's a, you're a few miles off. Okay. Uh, I guess I would say, um, trying to kind of herd Ravenwood in that direction if I can. Do I know which way he's fleeing? Like which direction he's flying towards? He is flying towards the capital city of Jux. Okay. Um, if he's going right. toward Jux, then I'm going to re- take the Teliferous and, like, hurt him off. That's not okay. Yeah. I I think uh, what happens here is that every last bit of, like, joviality has kind of leached away from Tarjux at this point. And, uh pulls back for just a moment hovering there in the open skies and sort of plucks a piece of the streamer cloud essence from his side and balls it up in his hands and blows into it and as this cloud expands outward it begins to whirl around and around into a howling gale and I am going to cast the 7th level spell whirlwind oh boy (laughs) Uh, and I am going to uh, center this 10-foot radius, 30-foot high cylinder, uh, pretty much directly on uh, Ravenwood. Okay. Let's see. Let's make a so, dexterity saving. We're not going to ocean gate this guy, are we? Huh? We're not going to. We're not going to implode his glider. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. think we can. I, I don't would think love that's to. possible. <laughs> Do we have that we kind of pressure? Well, I don't think so. I'll get there. <laughs> What's the saving throw? Uh, dexterity save DC is 18. Uh, definitely fails that. Oh. Yeah, that's the... You're supposed to pass those, it turns out. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Turn time. Uh... 30, so that is going to be 37 bludgeoning damage. And then I need a DC 18 strength save to become restrained. Jesus. Um, He didn't snap his neck already. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) He fails fails the strength saving throw also. Okay. Um creature that fails that save uh, is also pulled five feet higher. So I am going to, if Ravenwood's still alive, I'm going to carry himself and myself up. Just, I'm just going to start going up and I'm not going to stop because I know gliders have an altitude limit and mine is a lot higher because I don't breathe. That is true, yes. Um, okay. So here's Glider escorts turn and start firing very, very Um, ornate crossbows at you. It is a 10 foot radius, so if any of those got caught in it as well. Yeah, his, his, the one that was still joined up with him definitely got caught up in there and has been, is also captured by the whirlwind. Okay. Um, but the gliders are not only having trouble keeping up with you because they're not very good at gaining altitude rapidly without exterior force. Oh, yeah, they don't have the the gun wave to coast off anymore. No. Um, so you, you are very quickly outside of their kind of purview. Um, the pieces of 
the two gliders that you captured swirl around in this whirlwind and Ravenwood and uh, Red 8 question mark are <laughs> sitting Red up. 8, Dag Brink <laughs> <laughs> They are uh, kind of suspended at the very top of this whirlwind Okay Um yeah, do I do I have more time to act here or? Yes. Uh, are we okay? Um, yeah. Once we've gained, I mean, I want to be high up enough that I can like you can look out and see the curvature of the world. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm flexing on them just a little bit to show off. Like, you think you have contained the wind? You have not even captured a sliver of it. And if I am capable of doing this, imagine. Imagine what your mistake could have cost, Jux. But um, if possible, uh, Ravenwood is still conscious? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I, um... First thing I'll do is I'll check on Red 8. I'll kind of, like, heave them out of the whirlwind with a gust and catch them and check their vitals. Are they just completely, like head flopped over at 90 degrees or are they just unconscious? Also unconscious. Okay. Um, I am going to drop red eight and cast Featherfall on them. Okay. They uh, drift gently down for a very long time. (laughs) uh, And then I'm going to grab Ravenwood by the scruff and start flying towards the edge of the continent. And I think we're going to stop there. I think that makes for a, a suitably dramatic uh, pause point. <laughs> Terra Jux flying with Alabaster Ravenwood, the Valor of Jux falling out of the sky. Yes. Goddamn. Um, so, I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for this thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on just about any podcast hosting platform of your choice. Uh, tell your friends, leave a nice review. Um, yeah. If no, I did that one already. Uh, Matt, what are our socials? Find us at the Alchemist underscore Club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel playing Chetfleet, Kale playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. Awful playing the Chosen of the Storm, Tarjax Heiko. Woe unto any who would cage the wind. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>